Welcome to the Fantasy Lens Podcast. I am John, joined by Anthony and Brian over Skype. We finally made it. This is the final episode of our preseason rankings. Ancient close. Yeah, yeah. Leave, live it up, guys. Um, damn, I said oh. it's all downhill. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. It's all, it's all downhill from yeah. here, guys. All downhill. Inching yeah. closer towards the season, towards some real football. Only had one crappy Hall of Fame game to watch, but this week we will focus on the tight ends and D's and special <laughs> teams. Oh man, we're gonna do what are we doing? 20, 20 tight ends and just the top twelve defenses because you shouldn't be picking them well, until the second to last round, anyways. That's one hundred percent correct. Yeah, and you yes. shouldn't be picking more than twelve in a league. Well, you know, there's people who draft two to three defenses because they're fucking stupid. Well, that's an idiot. that's an idiot move. Yes, yes, it is. Um, you know what I kind of like? Started to like so fifteen rounds. I like. Um, defense 13 round because usually all the players you want are gone by then you could be the first person to jump on a defense and you could just throw your 15th your last pick or for your second to last pick like what's the difference between one of the end guys that nobody wants and then another one of the end guys that nobody wants well I'm always trying to find like in the last four rounds just dig for someone that I think that could just you know have you know, yeah. that crazy potential. But I, I think you kind of have that guy in your mind and he's going to be their 13th or 14th. I don't trust I don't trust anybody. <laughs> I always trust... I always think someone's going to take the guy I want. Always. Every round and every draft I've ever done. Uh, that's my <laughs> new strategy. Jump on the defense 13th round. But the problem yeah, is... Yeah, you really want to jump on that D quick. <laughs> yeah. Some people go like 10, 9, so that... I mean, if people start doing that, then obviously it doesn't that's, matter. That's the issue, is you're gonna, you, know, you see that first person who's going to grab a defense in the ninth round, who's going to go for the Broncos immediately, and then it's just going to start a chain reaction of idiots who don't know what they're doing, following suit, picking the Seahawks, and so forth. Yeah. So, too early. Don't do it. Well, yeah, there's still a lot of value in the ninth. Oh, and still... There's less value in the 13th. Agreed. I but, agree um, with that. All right. Let's, we be- uh... Before we get into tight ends, can we just make an announcement about the how right after we brought our, uh, I think it was the consensus rankings for mm-hmm. wide receiver, Anunua went down. So if you're looking at our rankings... I'm just going to pour one out. Uh, pour one out for season. I mean, uh, not that it was already not poured <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. He was only ranked by one of us, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I'm just saying. Um, it does. No, it doesn't. So what does it matter? Why are we doing this? I mean, he's a human being, so he matters. Yeah, it's kind of callous of you, Brian. Yes. Was he? Was he just object of your entertainment? Kind of. Mm. So, I don't but, care about the dick in his back. But I'm just saying, you'll see him on the rankings. But now he will be should be no longer there on the rankings. Is he on the rankings, John? Yeah, he's on my Got rankings. Got him up there? No, I think because John ranked him so high. I ranked him, 40, uh, I ranked him like okay. 45 or something. Pretty sure you ranked him like 38. I did not rank him. That, I don't think. Pretty sure you ranked him 38. <laughs> let's check the receipts. Let's check. Let's check. Oh, yeah, John has it all written down. Watch. You see the scene, see Anunua 38. Mm, okay. <laughs> Double check. Quincy Anunua ranked 38. So he ranked him so high, he, he sort of off, made our top 50 because that's of that. That's a wide receiver three slash flex. That's like, I'm just I think saying, that's where he should be. You also pissed all over Pierre Garçon. Well, yeah. I so I, I mean, he deserves to be forgotten about. He's got some no-name quarterback throwing to him. Um... He's King Hoyer. <laughs> and he's got Shanahan. But. Last time 
He was with Shanahan in Washington. He had what, uh, like two hundred yards or so. No, I, was, I saw that too. Yeah. The um, although I mean, like, even though the Jets aren't, aren't going to be good, like he was still going to get the majority of the targets, and he can, and he's he himself is good, and so he can have a good season. There's been plenty of mediocre guys that are that were older and less talented than he is that have been on teams that will be just as bad as the Jets will be. And they've put up over a thousand yards just because they are the main option on the team, so they're always, always looking for him. Oh, I agree. He should, he should, you know, he probably should have been ranked in top fifty, but I sort of overlooked him. Yeah. And now, now Robbie Anderson is going to fill that role. Yep. I knew he was going to fall on his neck, so I didn't. I properly didn't rank him. Yep. Mm, you foresaw it. Wow, you saw it and didn't even warn him. It's kind of a dick move by you. Yeah, it's a pretty dick move, actually. But they really would have, a new law would have believed Brian. No, he wouldn't have. He'd be like, you're an asshole, get out of here. And it probably yeah, fall on his didn't let me through the gates. You see him running, hand out. Like, no! Well, I mean, visionaries always have trouble convincing people that they are visionaries. Oh, no. Uh, it's your play. I say, I say, hey, Jack, Nunois breaking a dick in his back. He's got a bulging dick in his back this after this practice, and they're like, first of all, that's not even a medical term. I feel like you're saying dick. When Are, you saying dick? Disc? Are you saying dick Am or I? disc? Because I think you said bulging dick in his back. Have you ever seen that um, that highlight? I forget what announcer it was, but it was during an NFL game. Yeah. And he said he has a bulging dick in his back. <laughs> Did so not notice that. Repping that announcer who I forget it is. Probably Phil Sims, that guy's a goon. Yeah. It's uh, like, um, oh, it was one of the uh, inside, like the HBO or Showtime, like inside the NFL show. Like one of the, like the old white guys called Danny Woodhead, Danny Woodcock. Yep. And oh, Deon, that's great. And yeah. Deion Sanders just lost it and started like rolling on the floor yeah. laughing, like literally raffling. That's a good one. <laughs> I really like that one. That was. That was hilarious. Danny Woodcock. Okay, and speaking of... Now that... Can we just get off the dick talk? But Yeah, speaking of cock, um, let's go to our tight ends. <laughs> yep, to Rob Gronkowski. Um, <laughs> He's a guy who really likes to swing his dick around. Yeah. All right, we're, let's do the top one, do top five, then yeah. six or ten, and then ten, ten. Uh, no. Well, well, I mean, since it's only well, ten. Well, we just do five and five. Do five through. Okay. Just really. Like 20. 20. All right, I'll go first. I got... Rob Gronkowski, yeah, Gronkowski. I just I got too much dick in my mind right now. I can't even think. Um, he, and then followed by Greg Olson, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Reed. Although that is with a disclaimer of if he even oh. comes out of preseason healthy. And then number five, Kyle Rudolph, just because not like not like you know some game breaker, but surprise top two. Tight end last year. Let's not forget. Bad couple, year for tight ends. Let's not forget a couple years ago, Kyle Rudolph was the uh, MVP of the Pro Bowl. So just keep that in mind. It was also <laughs> a very bad year for tight ends last year. Nobody, Kyle Rudolph didn't have, like, there are a lot of people that had sing, like weeks better than Kyle Rudolph. But he was reliable. Reliable Rudolph, as they always say. Hey, yes. why, do you th- why do you think he's named after the most re- reliable uh, reindeer? Yeah, red nose. It's got to be a reason. Comes through in the clutch. Uh huh. Even yeah. on a foggy day. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bad weather player. Got a lot of grit. Plays in a dome. Exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Know. I'll uh, follow you since I'm a little 
different on here. Well, not too different. I got Gronk first, Travis Kelsey second, Jordan Reed third, Greg Olson fourth, and Tyler Eifert fifth. I um, do you want me to explain them, or are we gonna? Uh, let, let me roll through five, and then we'll. I guess we'll discuss. Yeah. Uh, I got Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, and Jordan Reed. So I can see we're all a little bit down on Reed, you know, a bit, like because a lot of people in the consensus have him too. So yeah. we have a little bit lower. Well, if we're just doing talent alone, of course. That's yeah. Been, that, oh, yeah, yeah, he's nah, two nah. without the injuries. But that's, that's the problem. The problem is a lot of people are ranking him based on talent alone, when we all know that Jordan Reed is one concussion away from retirement, probably, and yep. you know just can't stay healthy. Besides that, nope. So. I wouldn't. I mean, honestly, where he's going to be drafted, I probably will not get him. Ever. No. Yeah, it, yeah that's true. The way, the way I look at it is um, Kelsey and Olsen, I think, will both hands down finish in the top five. Where I don't think you really have a question about them. Olsen is just good every year. Yeah, he never yeah. gets injured. Always puts up his 800 or so yards. He's just solid. And he's also the best receiving option for Newton. Yeah, not, but... Not the biggest. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to get there, but I got yeah, I was waiting. Yeah. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're not going to change the game for you, like Gronk, Reed, or Eifert. Those guys can win you a game. Well, so it really Kelsey, depends what you're looking for. Well, Kelsey, I mean... He sort of came on at the end of the last season, especially, and uh, uh, I, I see him just getting better and better. And I don't even—I'm not even a huge Travis Kelsey fan, but I ranked him second because just I feel in that offense he is going to be a dominant force probably most weeks. You know, like very consistent. I think yeah. as going going forward. Look, I just wish he was a better uh, red zone guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. He, but he is very wide receiver esque. He does a lot of. He's gonna get a lot of receptions and a lot of yards because, like, yeah, you like you said, he's might he might he's the best pass catcher, maybe the best route runner on that team. If Macklin is oh Macklin gone, be in, oh yeah. <laughs> so yes, but I, I just wish he was a little better because a lot of these tight ends are red zone monsters. That's the thing is, if Kelsey was on a different read, team. What? If Kelsey was on a different team, I think he would be that red zone presence. I think it's I think it's the quarterback. That's why he's not more of a red zone presence. I don't think Alex Smith is that good as a red zone quarterback passing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he's, look, he's not going to, because of his volume, he's not going to give you any duds. Um, I think you always have a chance of Eifert giving you a dud game, but then he'll give you that three-touchdown game. Um, if Reed and Gronk are healthy, it's not even close with those two, but again, just so many injuries with those two combines. And Eifer too, but Well, all, like again, all around bad year last year for the Bengals with Dalton, Eifert, and Green. I mean, I have a feeling it's going to get better for them. Uh, and I mean, th- This conversation also brings up another point. I always go back and forth with my tight ends when I'm drafting. Do you want I mean, obviously Greg Olson's a very reliable guy. He's like the best ex- example of it. Of a you know pass catching not inside the red zone tight end that moves the ball, we'll see more targets. He's not going to get you know like I said, like you guys said, he's not going to get 
two, three touchdowns. But he's always going to get you a steady seven, eight points. He's never going to throw up that zero. Or do you want a guy that's a red zone beast, like a Delaney Walker, for example, or um, I don't know, um, Zach Ertz or whatever. Zach Ertz, like well, the I mean, red zone, I, I, the I always, ultimate red zone beast is is Eifert. Yeah, he's I mean, the he's the guy who might have uh, oh yeah yeah through four quarters, and then he'll just put two touchdowns up on you. Well, yeah. They have, are really, they really look his way in the red zone. Yeah, he'll have three catches, and two of those will be touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, it's I mean, very, he's pretty reliable when he, on getting touchdowns. He's not on Jeremy Hill, where he, he gets three <laughs> in one game, and then he won't get any. Like when he's healthy, he's probably going to get a touchdown that game. I, if, if, if I wasn't hurt last year, if I, you know, his injury history just happening, I would probably have him probably top three. Just, I mean, what, 13 touchdowns I think it was two yeah. years ago? Yeah. And, you know, all the shit that happened last year, um, I'm and just a little bit... He still got twice as many touchdowns yeah. as, what, Kelsey last year? Yeah, so I'm a little nervous about, about Eifert, but the talent, like you said, if, if it's talent, I think he's top three in talent on this board. I think it's, in my opinion, it's Gronk, Reed, and then Eifert. That's yeah. talent one. That's just my... How I see it, but and I, I'm I would love to see because we've seen a full healthy season from Gronk, um, and we saw the one full healthy season from Eifert. Uh, I I would love to see a full healthy season from Reed because I don't think it well, has yeah. it happened. Mm, not when he's been. No, I don't think so. No, because I think the it's year maybe his first year, but he wasn't very featured. I think the year like like where he burst out wasn't. Was well, that just that? Like that was the second half of the season. It was two where years was, ago, and it was near the end of the season because he ended up help, was, yeah because he ended up helping me win one of my leagues. Yeah, it was towards the end of the season. And he just was like touchdown, touchdown, yeah. touchdown. It was like nonstop Jordan Reed every every freaking week. I mean, I, don't, I mean, unfortunately, just like I don't think we're ever going to see a sixteen game season yeah, out of him. Yeah, just, we won't. But there's no way. Yeah, he's the concussion stuff was too iffy with him. So he's played. Um, 9, 11, 14, and 12. That's not and he's, good. He start, the games he started, so th- this is even less when it comes to starting. Wait, is this, is this starting from last year and going back or starting this from This is from 2013. This is, he's been four years in the league. 9, 11, 14, and 12, but he started 4, 2, 9, and 8. So um, his first, his 14 was, 2015 was his best year as far as availability. And... Yeah, great year, almost a thousand yards, eighty-seven catches, eleven touchdowns, and that's with only playing fourteen games. And not even starting all of them. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So he's a monster. He doesn't have. He's obviously not as physically imposing as Gronk. Mm-mm. And Gronk has just done it for so much longer. Where I'm not going to call him the best, and I'm not going to disrespect Gronk like that. But uh, I want to see what this guy could do for a full 16 games. I would love to see what Reed could do. So I think he could put some, up some really gaudy fucking numbers. If oh, yeah. The field. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And just, I mean, if you say so healthy, that offense, if they can figure out their running game a bit, that's going to be a good off. Like, that's going to be a very oh, good yeah. offense. Oh, absolutely. Like, they were very good last year. And that was with Deshaun Jackson instead of Terrell Pryor, who, I mean, not. Not as fast, not not near, like, not up to the level as a deep threat, but he's bigger, stronger, better red zone target, and can go deep too. Yeah. So, 
I just, that's going to be a good, really good you'll offense. Hope, you'll hope Reed can get back and be healthy. Right. Just, you know, but like I said, I probably will not be drafting him. You also hope for Cousins, too. Cousins was 1-7 without Reed last year. Oh. Huh. So that that's mean, a pretty big stat. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. He, he, he relies on Reed a lot. What, and what did they finish up? Did they finish up nine and seven or eight and eight? Uh, did they? I, I can't remember if it was nine seven or eight and eight. That's I read unlocks a lot for them. That's another. Washington is a very scary offense with him. Um. That's. But I would just love. I just love to see. I know they're in my division as a Giants fan. They were eight seven and one last year. I forgot oh, so. the tie. So they're seven zero and one with them. That's crazy. Yeah. So they were seven zero and one when he played. Yeah, that's good for betting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize it was that. Big. So basically, if if Reed is out, I'm just gonna bet against the Redskins next yeah. this year. Uh, okay, that's good. It's good to know. All right, all right. And, then, and, if, and if Reed wait. is out, I'm gonna bet against Kirk Cousins getting a huge contract. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then uh, just one other thing: I ranked a little bit higher than me or Brian, uh, Jimmy Graham, Anthony. Had him at four. I know you love him because of this, because of the Saints. Not just that. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's really good, and also he's dropped some weight. He's down to like I think he said like two forty or two forty five from like two sixty or something. And he even said that he last year he wasn't like he fully lacked. healthy. Like, well, like, I can like see fully that too. like so he is as of right now like a hundred percent like he's ready to go. And third season in Seattle, I just the talent. Like again, you want to talk about talent. We've seen it. Yeah. With Breeze, Jimmy Graham was top one, top two tight ends. So, it's there. And I would love to see him fall because he would definitely be a tight end I would love to grab. Uh, him, yeah. and Eifert, him and Eifert, actually, I think could fall in, a, in drafts to me. Those would be like the, the level that I – probably the highest I'll end up going for a tight end. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess you got to hope that it took Seattle a little longer – to incorporate him because he's not your usual tight end. Like he, he almost does no blocking, and if he goes to another team after being used so well by the Saints, uh, then maybe it just takes a little longer, a season and a half or so, to uh, to find out how to use this not usual tight end. Saying so he almost got a thousand yards last year and six touchdowns. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm regretting putting Kyle Rudolph over him. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I could, I couldn't in good conscience. I, I know Rudolph, like you said, who's like one of the top two or three tight ends last year, right? Based on our, based on our point scoring system on uh, our uh, ESPN half, um, which is weird though because he. I, I can't see that happening again. It must have been a bad year for tight ends because his numbers aren't that crazy. I, I, I can't see it happening. Again. I, just, I just think it's because he got targeted so much and. Bradford's yeah. accurate, so like most of his targets were probably completed. And seven touchdowns, I mean. You know, nothing crazy. He had one more touchdown than Graham, but 17 more receptions, but also 100 less yards. So, hmm. so there you go, rather the same. Like, ish. Say, yeah, his, his receptions yeah. Are, were much better. But yeah, it was definitely a bad year, I think, you're right, for tight ends, basically with the injuries to Gronkowski and, uh, you know, Graham obviously still wasn't there. Reed got hurt and Eifert was, it was an issue. and It was just all sorts of shit. Yeah. So, Who was number one last year? Was, was it? Kelsey? I think it was Kelsey. Yeah. Especially Ol- Olsen third, probably. 
after a healthy finish off that monster uh, game, I think versus Denver, they had like a hundred and something, like an eighty-seven something yard touchdown pass in like week sixteen, I think it was. It was pretty ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. I, and I think him and him and Olsen were the only two tight ends to finish with over a thousand yards, which is just like we've been saying. Last year was not the year of the tight end, which is funny because, like, four years ago, I remember fantasy was like, you're, we have a lot of tight ends. Like, we're dra- like drafting, drafting, drafting. Tight ends are so are strong, and I think they kind of flamed out that, like, I think it was, like, 2014, and it just didn't happen. Well, now, I mean, I'm even looking. Like, we're going to get to our 6 to 10 right now, but I just wanted, before we even get there, all of us had Hunter, and, Hunter Henry at 10. Yeah. That's sort of telling... Like, we like him. I know we, we talked about him last year when he was yeah. doing well. But, like, he should not be the number 10 tight end, I don't think. Uh, right? I don't know. I think he has a chance to be really good, especially if they finally completely phase out Gates. But what I'm trying to say is, like... Oh, God, Jesus. Like, Thank you. What, what I'm trying to say is, like, tight end, like you're saying, tight end was deep at some point and strong. Like, and now we're having a guy at 10 who has to be, you know, who we have listed as a starter um, who's completely unproven. I mean, he says he had some solid games. Yeah, but and Rivers loves his tight end. Obviously, he's not nearly as talented as Gates. Oh, we know but, about yeah. But in the red zone, they look a lot to the tight ends. Ah, shoot, I know Colts are number one, or Lux number one in looking at tight ends in the red zone. In the red zone, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Chargers were up there. I forget exactly. I, I, I well, saw it a couple days ago. If he could get his if he get his targets up. He's looking good because you got to be encouraged by eight touchdowns with a guy who is a backup. So he's he just needs to get his he needs to get his targets up, which should naturally happen, especially since we know the Chargers and everybody gets injured on the Chargers. So <laughs> it's whoever's whoever's left standing gets yeah, the ball. <laughs> so really uh, all right, so let's go through six through ten since we uh, just basically yep. Talked about it. Uh, I got Eifert at six, Delaney Walker at seven, Zach Ertz at eight, Kyle Rudolph nine, and Hunter Henry at ten. Like I said before, uh, John and Brian want to roll through yours. And we'll just yeah, I'll, I'll go. I got uh, Graham at six, Delaney Walker seven, Tyler Eifert eight, number nine Martellus Bennett, and ten Hunter Henry. All right, I got uh, Rudolph at six, Graham at seven, Walker at eight, Bennett at nine, and Henry at ten. All right, uh, anything jump out at you guys? Uh, I mean, I'm probably moving up. I would move up Eifert a little bit after our discussions on him. All right. So, I mean, that's just, like, right off the bat. Uh, Delaney Walker, I like a lot in that offense. He's, um, I don't know, he never, like, they never really had game breakers or good other receivers. They got Decker and Davis now. Also, they still have that same great running, uh, and Matthews, running attack. And, and, Matthews, yeah. and then I think Martellus Bennett might be able, might have the biggest surprise season of the tight ends, just because he's in Green Bay. Like they're already raving about him, and, and it's more. It's not just like you know, like, oh yeah, like you know, he's great veteran presence or whatever. But like we know how much talent he has. For some reason, he never really took off. With the Patriots, yeah, years. I mean, but he, he wasn't like uh, I don't know. I guess I was yeah, expecting he was, he was more. Never, he was never what he was on the Bears. Yeah, no, he, I don't think. 
I don't think he was ever going to be on the Patriots, like, that presence on, the, on like he was with the Bears. But yeah. I, I really think that this season might be maybe even top. I mean, it'd be nice. I just, I, I always, like, I'm, it's uh, just, Rodgers has never really had a rapport with a tight end. Yeah. So yeah, it's I'm always... Well, well he, had, he had decent with Finley. Uh, uh, to Michael Finley, we're talking about, like, four games. But like that's if what I, I'm if, saying. I'm waiting for the guy who actually stretches out for a season with her because everybody's always saying that the tight end that gets the best quarterback in the league, Rodgers, is finally going to be the tight end that yeah, breaks out on Green Bay. But I, mean, I, I think I think we have him properly rated in the top ten or around ten or in that range where he is a starter. Yeah, but he's not a guy I'm ex- I'm like really excited to get. Yeah, but if I miss out on like say if I miss out on a top five guy and I'm including Eifert in that in the, like in that like top group. Yeah. I think Martellus Bennett would be the guy I would uh, I would target. I mean, that, the upside's there. Uh, you know, we, we've seen him produce. But, I, like I said, I just, everyone was going raving about, uh, oh, Jared Cook now as a quarterback with uh, uh, yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. Now he's gone and he's on the Raiders. So it's like, like Brian said, when are we going to see that tight end produce with Rodgers? It's just, it, it hasn't happened yet. And that's why I had to drop him outside the top ten. Still a starter, but just barely. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of people. I, he, there's a couple. I might, I might move Henry over him if I think more about him. Um, but I think, I think he's a ten. He's a firm around ten tight end, and I think that has to do more with safety because there's a, a couple guys with upside. I like that have a little higher upside. Um, speaking of Walker in Tennessee, I was reading. Reports out of camp that uh, Mariota and Decker are like dude bros already. Like oh, the connection is really good. I can see that. That's gonna be that. That's that's great. I mean, if you could go down like a level like with that with your quarterback, and you're already a you know a solid receiver and a young you know yeah. up and coming quarterback, like that's that's just chemistry, man. That's it's gonna happen. I'm really hoping for that team to be good because we need one good team out of that conference. I, I don't want the Texans to just win that conference on defense alone again. I would love and then get to blown see, out on yeah. wild card weekend. I would love to see to whatever the, AFC West team. I want to see the Titans back. I want to see them like when they were with Steve McNair and Eddie George. Like that's that, that's that, I want to see. I love that team. Oh, man, I, I am in like so good. E, um. What was that game that went? It was like ESPN NFL football, the video game. I had like Chris Berman like halftime reports. I have no idea. What I think I had Terrell Owens on the cover. Oh, I have no idea. Um, I only played Madden. They, they were <laughs> Eddie George was freaking nasty in that game, and then also in Madden like two thousand one, two thousand two, they were also my team they, players. There wasn't. I even. Sorry, I, I even liked them that one uh, year. They were good with Vince Young before Jeff Fisher ruined Vince Young's career. <laughs> I was a big Vince Young guy too. Jeff Fisher ruined his career. <laughs> I just also funny that you mentioned Jeff Fisher because it's Jeff Fisher Day. Oh, that's right, yeah, it is Jeff Fisher Day. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he not go when to, uh, seven and nine this year. Not when people listen to this, but when is we're he, recording is it. Gonna, is he going to go seven and nine at whatever he's doing in life? So now he's saying seven and nine. Yeah, but it's eight eight. So I know. He, well, no, he's seven and nine. He's seven and nine, Jeff Fisher. So, what what day do you think today is? <laughs> he thinks it's July 9th. <laughs> I don't know. According to our Twitter poll, more Ryan, than, 
Brian's on a kind of I would have, I would have, I would have gotten the joke, and I would have voted <laughs> seven and nine if I could vote on our own Twitter poll. I mean, you can, you can follow you. us on. You can follow your own podcast on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow your own podcast. I don't even know I that. I do follow us. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's let's not de- dive too deep into this. Anyway, <laughs> my question is: What is Jeff Fisher going to go seven and nine in this year? Ah. Uh, What's Oof. he doing in life where he's just going to throw out a less than mediocre performance? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Let's know. see. I'm going to go um, some fall league baseball. Yeah. Oh, like like youth, like 10, 11 year old fall league baseball. I think he's going to coach some sort of like a like you know the town that he sort of like you know lives in and like you know has a development there. I think he's going to coach a flag football team that's going to go seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying um, Dart League. Dart League. Ah, uh, he. You know what? He looks like a darter. Ooh, I look like a shuffleboarder. He's got the mustache for darts. <laughs> yeah, he has the mustache for for pool, like billiards. Mm. Like I think he got a billiards mustache. Some snooker. He's got the mustache for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of like just like standing around sports. Yeah, yeah. Bowl. He has a bowling stash. All right. So, um, our top ten. I guess the only guy that, that that might be a little unsafe is Henry, but everybody's still um, kind of safe in this top ten. I'm not feeling too bad about having any of these guys on my team yet. Well, the um, one guy I drafted, I put a little high. You guys don't have is obviously Zach Ertz. I'm obviously higher on him than you guys yeah. are. Yeah. Um, you're, you guys are both at 12. You're actually, you're... Your nine through twelve are exactly the same. You two. Huh. Um, that. <laughs> uh, just Mario and Decker. I like Ertz just because that second half of last year it looked like. We want to talk about bros? It looks like Ertz and Wentz are bros. Yeah, the Wurtz bros. Yeah, I mean they both the last the last <laughs> name the last names both end in Z. You know, oh, yeah, so I feel like they have some sort of connection there, and I think Ertz a top ten guy this year. Just gonna keep going to him, especially with Alshon Jeffrey now playing you know, maybe four or five games. Um, yeah, I know. mean, if you keep saying it every <laughs> year for five years straight, then eventually one year he'll be that guy. He'll hit. Hey, the top. I think I'm pretty sure he was top six or seven uh, tight end in a terrible year last year for tight ends. So yeah, he was six. So there you go. Boom. Yeah. Zach Ertz, let's do it. Six in a bad year. <laughs> 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 Still a six. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure he could be something. I, I'm <laughs> I mean, not like, gonna. I'm not gonna come and tell you, uh, faithful listeners, to do anything with Zach Ertz because people have been selling you this guy every year. Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz, 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 Ertz year. Ertz is a top five tight end. Ertz is a top five tight end. Ertz is five. So if he is, you know, good for him. Uh, uh, he finally made it on his journey, but. Uh, I'm not going to be the guy that tells you that is that Nostradamus is Ertz for you. Look, if he falls to me, I'll take him. You should say that where I feel comfortable. Um, I know it's irrelevant, but I was looking outside and my, my neighbor from across the street was walking up to his driveway and he had the most outlandish, really high New York Jets socks on. Huh, yeah, respect, so, yeah, respect that move. He always has his Jets uh, flag out every Sunday too, so props for that, you know. Always do. Is it gonna fly at half mast this year? <laughs> I think it always flies at half mast. 
That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about the troops like that. Yeah, uh, jets. You know what branch of the air force? Uh, branch of the military flies jets? The air force. What what branch of the military has giants or saints? I don't think um, either. I heaven, bro. Heaven sweet, has saints. I don't think <laughs> either of them for both of you. So heaven, sweet ass. Uh, what's the army called in Game of Thrones that has giants? The, the wildlings. Yeah, the wildlings. Yeah, they, the last one got shot in the eye like a little dick. Oh, there you go. And they're, and they're <laughs> Spoiler ex- alert, they're right? Now. Spoiler alert. All right, well, right. they're not extinct. They're just White Walkers. Well, yeah, but they're dead. Yeah, they're still giants. Hmm. All right. Um, All right well, they're pretty badass. I mean, they're they're pretty they're pretty cool. I mean, at least you don't have to spend uh, thirty billion dollars to build one and then sit it in a tanker and never use it. How small are these jets that they sit sit inside a tank? Oh, I, um, a hangar. A hang, a hang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ones that we build that can't fly in rain, otherwise they <laughs> like spontaneously combust into flames, which okay, doesn't yeah. make sense. How does rain make fire? It doesn't make any sense. Who knows in this crazy world? All right, let's go 11 15. <laughs> I Not guess right. um, I yeah, went last. Go. Yeah, so I'll start. I had a. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not a fan of of my rankings. <laughs> Eleven to fifteen. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, to change it up, I'm going to say Zach Ertz, 11. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Fedorowitz, 12. Ingram, uh, 13. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. We're doing Ebron, a lot of moves here. Hold on. 14. Howard, 15. I'm just moving Ebron below Ingram. So I'm moving him three spots down. I don't know why I put him so high. Um, I did, and because I, I did, because I was just looking at uh, ESPN rankings. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And then I thought about it, and I was like, I just like the upsides of the people ahead of him more. And if I'm already picking a tight end in the bottom 15, it's probably a backup. And I'm going for somebody with higher upside. Uh, I just, I never had faith in uh, Ebron. So, that's it. (laughs) Alright, so wait, go go again to say it one more time, because you were uh, switching them up a bit. Okay, um, it is Ertz. Fedorowitz, Ingram, Evan Ingram on the Giants. Yep. Eric Ebron and OJ yeah, Howard. Howard. All right. Uh, John? All right, I got uh, Eric Ebron, Zach Ertz, Austin Hooper, Jack Doyle, and OJ Howard. All right. Uh, old Jack Doyle and Austin Hooper. They're like the whitest names ever. Um <laughs> well, they are white. <laughs> oh, uh, 11, C.J. Fedorowicz. I mean, C.J. Fedorowicz is a pretty white name, too. <laughs> I don't know, but just Jack Doyle, I feel like he should be in like a 50s, uh, like, I don't know, like Western or Mobster movie or something. Like, Jack Doyle. I mean, C.J. Fedorowicz just sounds like like a nice guy that wears a fedora. What, his name's Fedorowicz? Yeah, obviously. I think Jack Doyle's the bully in like a... Like some in kids a nineteen nineties movie that takes place in the sixties, and he's a high school bully. See, I was thinking Jack Doyle is like a boxer from 50s. like the fifties. Bo- he's like a yeah. boxer from the fifties, who like wears his pants really high. He's, like, oh, not, he's, yeah, not, he's not. He's not really fit. Talks you know? like high pitch really yeah. fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, Fedora with eleven, Bennett twelve, Ebron thirteen, Cameron Brait fourteen, and OJ Howard fifteen. Now I see you put the teammates back to back. 
I did it once. Yes. <laughs> did you do that by mistake like I did? or <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I did that on purpose. Because then we have a bet going about, like, O.J. Howard. I cannot wait for Evan Ingram. You think that Howard and Great will both outscore Ingram. That, 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 was that the bet? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Perfect. It's I like it. Stupid. Love it. Love it. Ingram is a nice big body receiver tight you like, end. You like those big bodies, don't you? Yeah, big body tight ends. That's what I'm talking about. Red zone targets. This is what I'm looking for in tight ends. I'm looking for touchdowns. <laughs> All right. No, it, no, it was just Ingram versus Howard was that between you two. Oh, it was okay. So we just said Ingram versus Howard. But All I, right, still, I still I, like it. I think you were giving me shit because I think I was just saying that both Bray and Howard could be top fifteen, maybe or something like that. Something, yeah, something, yeah. Something, you something, said something that they're like both that. better than Ingram, and you're stupid for it. <laughs> That's true. Um, we'll, see. Yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll um, see. I really like Ingram. I mean, he's he's looking good at camp, but that's also because I'm paying attention closely to Giants camp. So, I mean, O.J. Howard could be looking good at camp, too. How would I know? I don't watch Bucks camp. I mean, Jack um, Doyle's looking good in his boxing camp. Yeah, that was <laughs> bullies camp. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm uh, picking Ingram. If he's if he's somebody near the end of the draft, I'm picking him as my backup tight end. Go for it. Have fun. I probably would too. <laughs> Good. Um, but I'm just surprised that neither of you what? drafted Cameron Bray. Uh, uh drafted. Uh, put Cameron Bray in your top twenty with how good he was last year. I mean, he was good, but I. He was awesome. I just I think they're gonna play OJ Howard. Yeah. Is that the offense that you think is going to be able to sustain two tight ends? Nope. I think it's a top five, six offense. But a two tight end offense? Yeah. That's not. They don't play that. They they freaking vomit. So it's not like they're going to be. But they the now ball. have two capable tight ends. I, and OJ OJ Howard could really also play like a wide receiver ish role the way Jimmy Graham does. I mean, just with no OJ Howard's a, a very block heavy type guy. That's he, why he was the most. Complete tight end. Yeah, he's yeah, by far the most complete tight end. I'm not he's saying a great receiver, but a great block. I'm not saying he can't block. Seems like the way correct. Jimmy Graham can't block, um, but he has the skills of a wide receiver, in my opinion. So he can line up as a wide receiver. But why would you if why he can block? Yeah. yeah, and he's like really fast and good hands over the middle. Yeah, you win well because then you're just uh, taking away the advantage you have. Yeah. The advantage he has that he would also have over a corner, over a cornerback, well, over a, over a, over a cornerback. I mean, he, you, you, you don't advantage over corners. Want your cornerbacks to guard. You usually don't want to have your tight ends on cornerbacks because they can't burn them. They can't get open. They don't need to burn them. They're That's usually good. they're usually bigger than corners. Yeah, but yeah, they, but they just, can jump. Yeah, they mismatches. And also, I mean, no, if you're in, you, no, the it, mismatch is a linebacker. Best tight end on a linebacker, yeah. Or a it depends. First of all, it depends on the route, too. Come on, are you kidding me? Well, obviously, yeah. everything depends on the route. You put a, a little nickel back on a if a nickelback has a has a lineup with uh, OJ Howard. You think that's not a mismatch? I mean, it's no, not going to be. It's not going to be a speed mismatch. Oh, you guys are crazy. But anyway, we're crazy. I think you're all crazy. Uh, watch for the two tight end sets in uh, Tampa Bay this year. Okay. Watch for the two tight end sets. Watch for the two tight end sets in um, New York because they're going to have Red Ellison blocking as a natural blocking tight end, 
and Evan Ingram uh, running the routes, getting yeah, mismatches see, with linebackers and safeties. That makes more sense as a two tight end set instead of having two tight end sets with two guys with similar skill sets, but one guy's just like obviously better than the other guy. Unless wait. you're the Patriots. Just wait and see. We will wait. And we'll see. And you will see. We'll do it all. <laughs> okay. Enough of that. Anything else uh, we want to cover for those guys? Uh, I thought, John, yeah, you're a little low on Fedorowicz. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, think it's fine. I guess. I mean, I just like him as a skill standpoint. And what I know, I know it was a different quarterback last year, but I just. You know, a younger quarterback coming in. I think Fedorowicz is going to have a, a decent role with that quarterback. Yeah. I think we're reaching a little with him, but he's just—he doesn't excite me. Like, I just think he's middle of the road tight end. He looks like a bottom of the road tight end to me. Well, I mean, bottom of these rankings, but these are top twenty. Yeah. So middle of the road, he's still. I guess so. Closer. To so I guess you think Evan Ingram is a middle of the road tight end, huh? Well, I mean, he's. A <laughs> He's a rookie, but I don't know what he is. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody on this list has a chance of having a better year than Fedorowicz. Who, for me, he was more of my uh, volume pick, especially with Fuller going down. They're just going to need people to throw it to there. All right, that's fine. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to fight for Fedorowicz. Okay. <laughs> you got to fight. That's not a battle worth fighting. Or your uh, Alright, do you guys want to go to 16 to 20? Yeah, sure. Alright, I got Evan Ingram, uh, the nice guy receiver CJ Fedorowicz, Kobe Fleener, Julius Thomas, and David Njugu. Does anybody know really anything about David Njugu? I just, I just put um, him on there. I like his name, I think. Yeah, That's he's cool. a nice name. Um, I mean, I know the Browns are really high on him. Can do a little bit of everything, kind of like, um, I mean, maybe not as well as O.J. Howard, but he's a decent, like, pretty decent blocker. Um, out of Miami, so you know you know how they are with tight ends. True, true. And, um, I mean, it's just the Browns, they have a lot of targets to fill with the, the exit of Terrell Pryor, so why not give it to the tight end? Yeah, I almost put him in my top 20. <laughs> I have listed on a list of players that I... Sort of wanted to rank, but could not rank. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> all right. Next. Uh, all right, I'll go 16 to 20. Uh, 50s boxer Jack Doyle, number 16. Austin Hooper, number 17. Zach Miller, 18. Evan Ingram, 19. And Kobe Fleener, 20. You also messed that up. You said 15 for Jack Doyle. Please. 16 for Jack Doyle. Sorry. I'm excited. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> all right, I have... Uh... Charles Clay, 16. Hoopa, 17. 1950s a bully in a 1990s movie. Jack Doyle. Julius <laughs> Thomas and David Njoku. What is this uh, throat motion you're making? I'm oh, doing this. No, he's doing like the old time. Bill Hyde Bacchus. Oh, I you were saying like the choke job. I was no, choke job. Choke job woods. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was doing the old time boxing. Um, no yeah, love I mean, for Clay from anybody? No what? No love for Clay. Eh. Just doesn't excite me. I just, yeah. I mean. Well, that's okay. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's Charles Clay. Um, 
there's not really much to talk about. I mean, Kobe Fleeto last year was extremely overdrafted by everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought, Trees, look yeah. what he did with Graham. Yeah. Obviously, Fleener is going to be the same. And, oh, and Ben Watson. Uh, obviously. Ben Watson. So, yeah, that he one. had his, what, five good games um, two years ago. And everyone so. was like, oh, Ben Watson, that's my guy. Ben Watson was, well, Ben Watson got hurt last year. Uh, that's why he got that contract and got, immediately got hurt uh, for the Ravens. Classic. Right? Um, but no, Fleener, I think at this point, is actually a decent pickup, like, at the end of the, ra- at the end of the, like, you know, drafts, mm-hmm. because now no one's thinking about him. Might be able to get him on the cheap, real, real good. Yeah, and he may, may second year in New Orleans, maybe it'll help, you know, maybe that he'll, uh, turn into... I've noticed you, uh, you didn't rank your, uh, your boy, uh, Clive here, Anthony. You know, oh, he's not there, you'll see him? No. Oh. It's weird, he- not even in your honorable mentions down there, do I Cla- see him? You can't read that? It says Clive Wolford. Mm, nope. Well, they, you know, the reason why I can't write Clive call him, Wolford They should is, call him Clive A. Wolford because he uh, was missing the entire season. Uh, good one. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Well, see. All right, we'll see. The Raiders decided to steal the amazing Jared Cook from uh, the Packers. That's so right. there's going to be no you know less targets for Clive Wolford. You know, he had so many targets last year that going to drop significantly. <laughs> Look, so, everyone has their guy, okay? Alright. Um, but yeah, I had a yeah, hard time. I, I had a hard. everyone has their guy. Everyone has their guy. Not everybody has a Clive Walford. But. No. You should... Usually people's guys have like, you know, more than like three catches in a season, but that's just... Yeah, more than three catches. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, the Joku was a guy I thought about putting in the top 20, just... Missed it. Um, I, I, it really sucks, like, not being able to put Jason Witten or T- Antonio Gates in the top 20 anymore. Like, Yeah, Jason Witten, I, I almost put him in, and I was like, you know what? I just, I don't know. It's tough not putting him in, because Jason Witten's just been, you know. He was the gold standard for tight end consistency. Oh, yeah, and if you ever wanted to play a drinking game to the word safety blanket, he was your top guy for that. <laughs> <laughs> And not, I mean, not anymore. Not anymore. They still rank up pretty high in, like, ESPN. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's more name recognition than anything, but, I mean, he could be a bye I, I mean, he also might just, like, he's definitely a bye week fill-in, for sure. I'll bet I'll you, bet. I'll bet both of you five bucks what? that your dad drafts him, John. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to take that back. <laughs> he also, oh, he's a if perfect he, bye week fill-in. And I mean, like it wouldn't. It also wouldn't surprise me if he's like got one more decent season in him. Like not top ten, but like you know, twelve to fifteen. Be nice to see it. Um, he's also a good matchup guy. Yeah, nice safety blanket. He, like you said, he's really a bye week villain at best right now. Come down to he was okay. number ten last year in uh, PPR standards for ESPN. In a bad year for tight ends. <laughs> Let's always pretty yeah, exactly. Many over tight ends, like you have to say it every time. Um, right, so transition yeah. to the to the D's. So that's yeah. So those are tight ends. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. Let's no, get D's. Let's so. get D's. All right. Um, and also, as always, this will the full list will be found. We'll post it on Twitter, the website, fantasylines.wordpress.com. Um, so you don't have to worry about writing shit down. 
Also, this D list doesn't really mean anything. I feel like I'd rather we just talk about defenses we like this year, but, I mean, we're yeah. making defenses. No, you know what? That's fun. We could have, Honestly, we made the list for more, like, people to look at. Um, if you guys just want to talk about defenses, because when I was ranking them, like, I was just like... I just kind of looked at from uh, last year, so I was like... The, nah, it was just like, uh, I just... We could, let's just talk about the defenses. Right. Uh, I, I just want to say, the Buccaneers, they surprised. I didn't realize they were, like, a top 10 D last year. They were top 10 in takeaways, top 10 in uh, yards against, like, top 15 in points against. Like, I didn't realize, I didn't realize they, were, they were that ra- highly ranked. Which is good, because you remember how terrible they started with the first three or four? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, they really rounded up into shape second half. Of yeah, the then they, didn't they give up, like, 35 points, like, Yeah, they looked few weeks? like one of the worst Ds in the league, and then they uh, slowly became good and respectable. Yeah, and I actually... Yeah, I actually I didn't put them in my top twelve, but it was close. I, I, no, I, I mean I wasn't gonna either, but then I was like, oh wait a minute, I was like, because I, I was like, I was like, who like who should I put in? Like, definitely a defense that if you waited and you're like one of the last people to pick, yeah. and they're still there, a solid defense. To, and with a good offense, it yeah. always help with a defense that too. Think, yeah. Uh, I mean, should we talk about Anthony disrespecting the Giants team? Yeah, what the shit, Anthony? You don't even have Giants in the top ten. No, I don't. Why not? Why? Because Explain. I wanted to put the Titans in front of them. Explain yourself. We all Explain talk about yourself. We always talk about the Titans. All right. right. Yeah. You also put Jaguars. You disrespect the Jaguars. All right, but they like to sort of do this. To What's wrong with the Jaguars' defense? I mean, I had them in my top twelve. That not top ten. But they weren't a top. I mean, he actually has them in defense in DVOA last year. Look. Giants were the second Again, rank. as I was ranking defenses, it was just like... It's, let me just say this. Defenses are one of the hardest things to rank. Well, yeah. Unless you get, like, yeah, I got, like, a couple years ago, I, I got extremely lucky, like, picking the Vikings, and, like, they decided to, like, that was the year they were going to go off and score, like, a defensive touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Game. It's every year... Experts of all over the place are like, oh, these are the blah 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 defenses, guy, blah blah blah. From like it's, Mongolia, it's fucking, to like it's, Italy, it's just from everywhere. It's so let's, stupid. Let's just talk about top DVOA defenses that we think are going to be good, not fantasy wise. Like, just do you at least think? Are you at least putting Giants in your top ten? And I would say at least top seven when it comes to defenses. Just. Let's see. As a whole, Let's without see. fantasy, top seven. Yeah, it's, it's close. I think it's close. Um, I mean, I I would put the Broncos, Texans, the Patriots because the Patriots always do it. Um, Seahawks, Cardinals, Chiefs. Uh, they're around there because I think they're around like the Vikings. Maybe 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 just after the Vikings, I would put the Giants. So eight, nine. I, I mean, think they're going to be the, the uh, second, second or third best defense in football this year. I mean, I think, I think they go got ahead. a good day. I think they got some good day. Is it? I mean, all around? Is it past? You know, past the? You, Everybody. You think, I mean, they, brought, every, they they had they their free agents really turned out last year. They had number two defense in DVOA by the end of the year. I'm pretty sure. 
It was either that or points allowed. It was some high, very high ranking. But it was number two in one of those two. Um, they kept everybody but um, Hankins. But they replaced him with a second round draft pick. I, I just... Uh, they had their second round draft pick from last year who got injured who's going to be back. They, I just don't... Uh, don't see how they take a tumble. I think they're just going to keep getting better. Landing Collins is going to keep getting better. Um, they just have a... I don't see any flaws in their defense at all. They have two great guys on the outside. They have solid linebacker play. And they have three top defensive backs and one of the best safeties in the league. All right. <laughs> So, I mean, maybe they will be a top five, four, three, two, two, whatever, whatever you're saying, top second, two defense. But I don't know. Just I'm not really a, a defensive specialist when it comes to fantasy, so I really don't. Uh, what about the uh, how about the Seahawks defense? Do you think they're gonna remain the Seahawks on one more year? Well, see, that's the thing is, I don't think they'll ever be the Seahawks the way they were a few years ago. Oh yeah, they don't have the players anymore for it. So that's why I don't even have them in the top three. I just they get older, you know. They can be beat. Um, it's just this. They're just not dominant, so it's hard to really put them at a one or two spot for me. They just don't see as dominant as they used to be. I mean, they are. They're in a great division, though. Like. With the 49ers and Rams. Rams. So they will have four games where they have op- solid opportunities to put up big numbers. Honestly, I think picking defense, you should just try and find the defense that plays the most shitty teams. Shitty teams. Yeah, that, no, that, that's a good one. It helps. It definitely helps. That's why, you know... Go ahead, two sorry. weeks, not a bad defensive strategy. That's why, yeah, ranking defenses is tough. It's tough. I mean, like, I like the Texans a lot. And yeah. last year, they were a good defense with a shitty quarterback and no J.J. Watt. So it's yeah. like... How how are they not going to be better than last year if they can at least also control the ball, not give up all these you know short fields with shitty you know interceptions or whatever? Like they're going to have a better year. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, unless you have Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings, whatever, and you're streaming, just look for the best matchups or best like if you see a team with like three really good matchups. Pick them up. That's that's probably the best thing when it comes down to it. Yeah, um, and, I, and there's three teams now that you could pick on. You like you could Jets, Browns, Rams. Just Jets, Browns, Rams. Who's playing the Jets? Who's playing the Browns? Who's playing the Rams? Who's the best of those three defenses that are playing them? And which ones are available? And those three teams are going to have terrible offenses. You could probably even pick on the Ravens. Ravens, yeah, Ravens too. Especially if Flacco's out. Like yeah. there, there are teams I think you the Ravens are going to have a very good defense too. Well, the defense is yeah, they'll have better defense. But I'm just Which, saying, like you could kind of control things a little bit if you have a good defense and you're starting to just play a run heavy, let the defense take over type style. But you're right. John said that the probably the most important thing that I like to live by, and I know you guys sort of live by it too, is is I don't yeah, reach for a defense. Yeah. And also yellow, of course. Like, no, I said yellow. I just said yellow. I know. 
Yelly, everyone loves everyone. Yelly, but no, um, streaming your defense. Like, I don't reach early, so I usually never yeah. get a top five or six defense. Mm-hmm. So it's, never I, go ahead of the, the 13th round. So it's always, I always end up with a defense that I'm just going to end up either lucking out on because they end up just being awesome, yeah. or I'll stream, I'll play matchups, and that's basically what it comes down to every week, and I'm okay with that. I'm 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 honestly okay with streaming defenses. Yeah, just I'm like I'm okay with streaming kickers. I'm okay with you being okay with that too. There we go. Yeah. So that's really what it comes down to. I don't usually stream kickers only because um, I just don't want to fucking think about it because it's a kicker, and I just you know I get one guy and I'm like I like that name and I uh, I'm, I like that name on my team. Yeah, no, and for kickers, <laughs> I don't know what it is about kickers. I just yeah. like having a guy. He doesn't have to be good. He doesn't have to be a top five. I just like having a guy. The point differences in kickers, too, are so small most of the times where as long as you have, like, a top 12 guy, it's going to be a couple points. Well, the reason why I like to stream kickers is I like to go based on if I know that – if I feel like the team is going to score a lot and also if they're playing indoors or the weather. Well, I I usually try and pick either warm weather or domed kickers. Yeah, like, I never try and pick a kicker who's going to be playing in, like – Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh a lot, you know. Yeah, Pittsburgh definitely. Buffalo, like those. You don't. I don't like that because I hate when weather is a factor in in my kicker. Yeah. So I just like to only remember one kicker name for a whole year. Yeah, and that's that's my laziness. That's to be fair though, the kickers deserve that kind of laziness. I just kickers are. Don't draft kicker early. Well, yeah, don't draft. Don't draft a defense. If we're talking about 15 round drafts, don't draft a defense before the 13, and don't draft a kicker before the 14. I mean, I go, I go with the 14 for defense, but I, I can see what you're, I, I yeah. can see what you're I, saying. I, I, I'm not bashing 14, 15 strategy with defense kicker, but I mean, if if you already have your team kind of sh- shored up and there's no sleepers that you think are going to be picked, then I don't see if why not get a jump on it, but. I get it. I know. I, I get yeah. that's, that's Oh, if there's that dude, like if um, if Ross is one of my one of my late late round dudes, if he's still there, you're not gonna let him slide. Thirteen, then I'm probably gonna pick somebody like him instead yeah. of doing what I just said. Yeah, like <laughs> if you see like uh, let's say you have uh, uh like a Hunter Henry as your as your number one tight end, right? And it's coming down to round thirteen, and you see David Njoku. Fuck, I'm taking him. Like. You no, know, like just to back him up, and then a fuck. I, I don't care. Switch defense, it, yeah. You know, like I'd rather have that 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 upside than you know taking the fucking you know Cardinals defense who could just shit the bed this year. Like, uh, we know. We, yeah, Cardinals kind stream. of a weird team this year. I feel like I'm just saying, like this is like, are they gonna continue on their way down, or are they just was last year just the aberration? Look, like I don't know. how many people drafted the Panthers so high last year. That's true. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the Panthers were were being drafted as a top three defense, and one of those defenses where people were going into um, a mid to late round to pick them. Yeah, and that was terrible idea. Uh, Absolutely yeah. terrible. They, they might have been the number one ranked overall defense because I remember my friend who um, auto auto draft last year to be a dick because he's just something he he just said I'm a better manager than a than a drafter. Auto draft. I told him he'd be kicked out. What? Again. Sorry, Dave. Um, no, he wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Love Dra- you, Dave. But Dra- drafting is like some of the 
best days of the year when you get oh, to go yeah. to a it's draft. Our, it, turned, it turned into an argument. I told him if he does it again, he's kicked out. But uh, we're all squared on that now. But um, you almost have to. It's such a ridiculous movie. Like you almost have to respect it. No, because yeah, he did. It, he, he did. Uh, it pu- he did it purely out of spite and like. Kind of have to respect that level of spite and pettiness. Well, at first he was doing it as... At first he was, talk, he was talking about it as a joke. And I was like... And then I said... I pulled out uh, a message to everybody that said, if you auto-draft on purpose twice in a row, you're picked out of the league. So then he was like, well, I'm doing it this year. Then it just became like, well, I'm definitely going to do it now. Uh, what a dick. And it was like, oh, man. But um, auto-draft drafted him, um, the Panthers D, in like the 8th or ninth round. So that's pretty great. I, I hope his team was, sucked. His team was. It was funny because yeah, he, he didn't. I don't think he made the no. He didn't make the playoffs. His good. team wasn't very good. His team wasn't good, but it was funny because the um, the draft rankings afterwards, like the automated draft rankings, were yeah. as the top draft because it was the only per, team um, in the league that auto drafted so the computer was like yeah I like that draft that's exactly how I wanted to draft (laughs) (laughs) that was really funny and he was like well you thought it was a bad strategy but I had the top ranked draft and I was like yeah that's because the computer is ranking itself (laughs) (laughs) computer is obviously giving itself the best ranking that's fucking terrible but But anyway if you do auto draft then they're going to pick a defense high yeah so don't draft. Quarterback in like the third round. Don't be a dick and don't order drafts. Um, but yeah, so really, when it comes down to it, uh, we're gonna we're gonna post these rankings up. Don't take our defense rankings, I think, all too seriously because I really think we really come down to the streaming of defenses because yeah, we're in the in the all three of us are in the camp of don't reach for a defense. Yeah, no, uh, tight ends. Like honestly, you can make an argument for drafting. Even still, this year, I think like. Two or three might be a little high for tight ends. Just look if Gronk is available in the third. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're in the back end of the second round and you've already drafted your let's say you draft first, right? right? And you have your David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell, whatever, and you're at this back end of that second round and you can grab either uh like a Fournette or a probably not Fournette, but uh Whatever. You know, whatever. And like a, you like can wrap like around a, with third and Graham Gronk, fucking yeah. do it. Like that that is yeah. that is a guy who's when he's on the field is always scoring points. And you're going to have such a big advantage over every other team that you play yeah. in the tight end category. If he is healthy. Unless he, yeah. So back end of the second round is as early as I'd go for yeah. Gronk. Everyone else? Yeah. like And also, I, th- I think, did we mention this last year where we were like, if there's like a run on like one position, stay away from that. Stay thing. away, like change it up, get that one guy that everyone skipped over just because they wanted... A tight end or a defense or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that. look, it, it's always you're always always pick the most valuable person on your board, except with the rule being, do not let three round the first three rounds go without having a wide receiver or running back. You can't go. I I really do not condone wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, or running back, running back, running back. Anthony, I know you you had a good year with that once, but that's a very risky draft draft. It, it is. It I, is. No, I agree. It was extremely risky. It just with the way that year fell. It was when those wide receivers they were letting people were letting really good wide receivers just continually slip. So yeah. It was like, how do I take you know this top two should be a ten wide receiver or this fifteen running back? Yeah. Like, it oh yeah, just, you were probably in a very. Um, it was a weird position that I was in. True. So I was. Yeah. Um, I don't. I do not. I do not say that's the best draft strategy. 
Alright, well, um, we'll be able to talk about this more when we do our mock draft episode. Mock draft! We have at least four people, four humans, yeah. possibly five. We'll um, I might be getting a six if you... Ooh. Uh, Ooh, now it's getting fun. Yeah, um, so, well, so we can get as many as we can. Yeah. I mean, if we can get like half humans, half robots, that, that's fine with me. We might well, be able to fill up a draft and just private room it. Well, well, well the deal is, we'll, um, here's, here's the situation. Um, only four of us will be on mics. It'll be us three and my wife, Allison, will be uh, mic'd up. Really? hi Really? Do we have to do that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Allison's going to be it, down it, here it, it's, fu- it's funny Jersey. again. And, um, oh, John's going to be down here, too, and Anthony's going to be... And it's just me, yeah. Uh, so, I, thought, I thought you were going like, to cuck him or something. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, once I said that, I was like, oh, they're going to think this is sexual, but I was just trying to be like, throw the the reader for... I mean, the listener for a loop. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, John thinks about that like it... But it's also, Allison, so that's surprise! <laughs> um, You're coming to South Jersey! <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so four of us will be mic'd up. Uh, we'll try and get as many people we know to do the mock draft because you know we can make a room and other people can join it and I'd rather not have I'd rather have less fucking bots as possible mm, yeah you're but, afraid of the robot operation yeah not sure. but so what we'll do is we'll start the podcast we'll start chatting it up and then we'll start the, we'll have the mock go at some point during the draft and then we'll talk about the mock afterwards yeah. you want to do that or we no, can do it I think we should start the pod Right about before the uh, uh, five minutes before the mock starts. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And then we'll we'll, and then we'll, we'll do it and we'll then do it and discuss. We'll talk while we're going. We'll do a second like, one. Oh God, I can't believe that somebody picked DeAndre Hopkins with the ninth pick, kind of thing. That's weird. We're gonna give you our live reaction. Yep. Yep. That's why we want as many as like real people as possible in this draft. Yeah, so we'll do that. So I'm going to reach out to some people. Um, if any of the listeners really want to do it, and they uh, just hit us up on uh, Twitter. Yeah, just have we'll, to pay um, us a $10 drafting yeah, fee. If you want to draft with the stars, you're uh, more than welcome. Or just send me a message, and uh, I will... And $10 um, to our Do Venmo. not listen to John. It's not free. Demo's um, open. Uh, <laughs> just send me a message, and I'll, but, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll send you back a time of when we're going to do it. Uh, it's either going to be Monday or Tuesday. So, yeah, and well, it's going to uh, be one of those um, pay for what you think you owe type situations, like pay for how good the experience was. So if you had a very good time podcasting, and like John said, Venmo's open. Um, so it's, it's not there's not a fee, but it's like, yeah, of course. If you had so much fun with us, and you're like, I'm listening to my favorite podcasters uh, one day, and I'm drafting with them another day, this experience calls for handing out money then hand out money yeah, yeah and, and also if you don't hand out money we'll just like shame you and like silently judge you a lot and like give you like side eye yeah. and stuff and just like we'll probably like soft block you and then unblock you and block yeah. you again speaking of which oh there was a guy really quickly uh i was doing a podcast and this guy was getting interviewed and he was saying you know his name was a certain name and someone he's famous his name was a certain he had a certain name <laughs> his, a lot of people's names are his certain name names was I, a na- I, I, first I, of all I, I had to tell you that this guy had a name that, <laughs> a if name. that doesn't narrow it down so I, I don't remember his name but his twitter handle was so and so and someone created a, a twitter handle almost exactly the same like just like an underscore or whatever yeah. but for a year this other person trolled him by every time this one person would tweet yeah. he would tweet the exact same thing hashtag same 
Great. And for a fucking year, he did that. Like, Unbelievable. That is ridiculous. That is so much. Like, that to be really that really payoff was definitely worth the build up. It was just hilarious. Like, because now he's talking about it on a podcast. Like how this guy fucking trolled him for a year. So you know, he got a little bit of a recognition. <laughs> All right. So uh, troll us, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, troll That's us. Basically, what you're saying. Also, speaking of Twitter, you can follow us at fantasy underscore lens. Nice segue. We are very close to a thousand, mm-hmm. so um, we're not there yet. No, we're at like uh, nine ninety seven. Oh man, we're so close. Be our thousand follower, yep. and we'll show you your tits. We'll show you your tits. That actually yeah. makes that makes, <laughs> that makes more sense than your specific na- name, Common. <laughs> to be honest, oh man, it probably does. Um, oh well, I'm not showing you my tits. That's a breach of privacy. I'll show you your tits. Though. Yeah. Um, and then also for visual representations of the list that we've been saying, go to fantasylines.wordpress.com. Um, and then you our, can also comment on those things. Too, yet, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a website. You can do all types of things on those. Also, our uh, Venmo is fantasylines. It's always <laughs> open. Actually, we don't have that Venmo, but <laughs> uh, apparently, start one. apparently we're gonna make one yeah. and get no money in it. Please, uh, no Nigerian princes in yeah. our Venmo. Unless you're actually a Nigerian again. And if you're gonna donate, just donate like funny things, like sixty-nine cents or four dollars and twenty cents. Yeah, or uh, tree fitty. Yeah, tree fitty is always a good one. Um, uh, what they else add up, man. Yeah. Also. Um, Rate us and like us on iTunes and give us a um, big rating, like four stars or five stars. At least, rating. at least a certain amount of stars. Um, <laughs> and give us a you know comment and whatever. And we'll be back next year, uh, next week, <laughs> next year. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're talking dog years. It's kind of like next year, anyways. Um, <laughs> so dog age fifty two years in one year. Very much. <laughs> I've never seen a dog before. All my dogs live to 500 years old. Uh, so we'll be back next week with the mock draft episode. And that will do it for us for today. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Mock draft. Woo! Bye, mock draft. See you, mock draft. <laughs>